So Adam, tell us uh, what you thought of the game plan today. I'm just here so I won't get fined. Can you give us a little insight on how the offensive line played? I'm just here so I won't get fined. All right, one more question for you, Adam. Do you guys think that your defense stood up to the challenge that was presented with today? I'm just here because it's garage time. Let's get into it. is garage time we're not getting fined because we are here we're a day late but you know what we're here i feel like the adage of like if you're on time you're late we're the inverse of yeah it. yeah if you're if you're on time something's fucking wrong right like what what happened blink mm-hmm. if someone's holding a gun to your back as sun Tzu said those who are late are on time and That's those right. who are on time are late those who have not listened have probably lost Already or something, I don't know, yes. something like that. Something like that. It's on a bumper sticker. You'll find it. It's football season, man. I mean, we it's it's football season. It's almost basketball and hockey season. It doesn't feel like it's, it's October season baseball season. I was cutting my grass and my just fat stomach was sweating through my shirt today. Yeah, it's a bit rough. At like five thirty, and rough. it's still seventy five degrees. Well, it's early football season. Yeah, I mean, and we're still in the middle of October. We're still in the first forty percent of the football season. It's literally the middle of October. Well, the first third of October. Yes, there we go. But you know, I don't know. I mean, you're you're not wrong. It's only week five. Sometimes week five can feel like an eternity. This is true. Depending on what team you are, we'll get into that later. We're gonna we're gonna sports ball later. We'll take some take a big chunk out of it, and we'll really just peel those layers of the onion back i mean we can let's 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 just kind of let's simmer let's boil frog Mm, right mm. let's just warm up to the waters that are garage time right now i mean well let's start with you okay how are you i'm well uh still working on a three-day hangover but that's as it is as you get up there in the years Uh, your back starts to hurt like, hangovers take a little longer sometimes like it gets to a point where you're like is this like you forget or you can't tell it just kind of bleeds through like is this even a hangover or is this just life is this just how i feel day to day or is something like hmm. is this something that's going to pass right is this extracurricular business happening in me like is osmosis jones doing something to someone well see right if bill if old ass bill murray can have the crack team that is Osmosis Jones and his crew. You think we got to have something? Now he could pay for that type of medical care where you get animated uh, Chris, Chris Rock, Rock yeah. to get inside of you and fuck with all the bad shit that's in there. I feel like I've got what's that bitch's name from Magic School Bus? Mm, the teacher bitch. Yeah, mm, I don't remember her name. I feel like like Miss Fizzle. Yeah, that's her name. Instead of her, I feel like I have Miss Lippy from uh, Billy Madison on mm-hmm. the Magic School Bus. Floating around my ass somewhere. Yeah. And she's just fucking everything up. Who like, is it's the, not good. Who was the snitch in recess? 
I don't know. I forget that guy, that guy was a little, that little rat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's that, that's who I got fucking swimming around in my lower intestine. Yeah, where Miss Fizzle was just like, "All right, guys, look, but don't touch. Right, leave no footprints. Blah blah blah. All that other weird hippie shit. Like Miss Lippy's like probably on, on like mm-hmm. fucking ketamine or something, mm-hmm. and she's crashing that school bus into every like piece of internal organ I have. That's not great. Yeah, it's it's, it's taxing. Because mm-hmm. you don't, it just adds up. It it really is compounding everything, and we think, all right, well, I'll forget about it by having a couple beverages to make me take my mind at ease, maybe yeah. release some of the pain, and then that compounds onto that. And well, just like last night, right? So I had um, <clears throat> watching Sunday Night Football, and I also finished Mayor of Easttown. Good flick, good good show. Mm. It was like a limited series thing on HBO. Kate Winslet. Not a French girl, Kate Winslet, but like a older, uh, like a like hard edge, mm. um, like a what would the term be? Like a calloused, like a calloused homicide detective or detective sure. in her hometown of East Town, Pennsylvania, an mm. old Rust Belt town. Some shit happens, and it's about her, and it's about the case. Mm. I don't know, whatever. It was, it was a good flick. Good flick. Uh, but anyway, oh, what I was getting at, GNTs. I had a couple GNTs. That was and good. And it's weird because I love GNTs. You know, it was a nine on here, right? Mm-hmm. And I even love, like, cheap GNTs. They're some Give of the best ones. Seagrams and some Canada Dry with lime-flavored tonic and beep boop boop bop Nothing but, fancy. Man, the heartburn. The Like, when I get to the bottom of the second one, mm-hmm. and undoubtedly make the third one. Of course. And the third I one's always a little heavy-handed at that point. Well, luckily for me, it was the end of the bottle, so it was a little less than the I other see. two. It was a lighter one. It still didn't matter. And I was almost in danger zone because I went to have my Tums, and there were only two left. Mm. So I took it, and that was fine. But thinking forward to the, okay, when 4 a.m. happens and I got the GERD fired up, yep. and it's either vomit or cool this thing down, I'm in trouble. Luckily, it didn't happen. It's also because I chugged good. like eight ounces of milk before I went to bed. That'll help. That'll help. Which just saying that out loud is fucking disgusting. It is. It is. But you know what? We are apex predators here. And this is how we you fucking maintain. adapt to survive. That's right. right that's right. <laughs> adapt to survive by chugging milk. On the, on the point of Mare of Easttown, nothing about that show specifically, but I'm thinking about the like um, the crime dramas uh, like police crime jo- dramas, specifically the English ones, where it's like focus, super hyper focus on Anne, rough and tumble, fall down. Maybe he's been a drunk before detective. Uh, LCI, as I believe they're called, L. There's something. They got yeah, some okay. stupid ass acronym they're, for they're them. They're constables, right? right? And so, right. So Which, nobody, nobody's got on. guns. They all have high visibility vests, and like the the thing they're solving is like a spray painting. That some 16-year-old did. And it's a seven-part series about this man's terrible life. And he's got to crack the case of this small vandalism that happened. And so, like, Constable. Is yeah. there a worse name for, like, like, like the sheriff? It's like, oh, fuck, the sheriff's right, coming. The least intimidating law enforcement Fucking officer. Fucking U.S. Ranger, right? The U.S. Marshal. Mm. Like, oh, fuck, man. Yeah, this right. guy's business. Constable. Constable's here. Holt. <laughs> Got some shitty mustache, yeah. right? With the little tall hat, hat. The hat, yeah. The tall fucking, like, condom hat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, fuck that guy. I don't know. Well, Pro- you kids better get out of here. Yeah. Oi. Oi. 
What do you think you're doing? Think. Anyways, um, so I, uh, I don't know if anyone, I know you saw it. I was out of town mm-hmm. this weekend. I was in another funny place, mm. Canada, mm. the Great White North. Um, and the, it was a weird start. It was a weird start to everything. So it was my first time being there since COVID uh, happened. I tried going over there in July and I got turned around like three days before mm. they like lax the quarantine stuff. Anyway, so I'm in there. I'm in Canada. And first thing I notice when I get to my hotel room is it's fucking vinyl floor plank. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Not in the lobby, in my fucking room. Yeah, and there, there wasn't even like an area rug, right? No, and so I started thinking like I was, of course, wildly put off by it because I'm not a psychopath. But then I'm like, like what about it? Because it's not like hotel carpet is fucking shag carpet that's no. like with like like memory foam padding that you mm. just want to lay on the floor. Like, so I'm like, why am I so fucking like, I understand why I don't want hardwood without rugs or like in my house, bedroom, house, right? right? But here I mean? it can be mopped a lot easier, maybe swept. Yeah. I mean, so, okay. But so that just tells me they're feeling kind of lazy, but at the same time, it's, it's literally fucking, I mean, the normal hotel is it's fucking cement, a cement floor mm. and rolled carpet. Like it's not fucking comfortable. Right. And it's just, I guess, a texture thing. Like, I don't know. There's more dust. You feel more dust. Your foot that always sticks to your foot mm-hmm. when you walk out. It's mm-hmm. terrible. Anyway, so that was the first thing. Second thing, I get to the window, and I'm pretty sure I'm in, like, east central, cent- like, central part of New Jersey. Mm. Mm. There's just, like, a Mighty Lube yep. and Henderson Glass. And it's just gray. And I'm like, I'm, I'm in New I'm not in Canada. I'm in A New shell Jersey. station with only one working pump on the corner. And that was the only reason why I, I could – it was like uh, it was like my inception moment with, like, the spinning top. Mm-hmm. Is I looked at the gas station, I saw people pumping their own gas. I'm like, oh boy. Not in New Jersey. Safe. Because those who don't know, you can't fucking pump your own gas in New Jersey. That was a huge thing with COVID. It was like the first time fucking ever. And of course, the great people of the Garden State, mm. it was like, you know, what do we do? I've never do I, done this before in my life. This? Literally, it was like this huge fucking, like, people like were videotaping of just, it was like you took someone from a different planet and like, operate this thing. Yes. You're like, what? What do I get do? in this F F sixteen fighter and take off? Well, so so I'm okay. Whatever, getting over it. I go into the bathroom. Oh, there's like a fucking ramp, and I realize my Excuse whole me? room, my whole room is slanted, hmm. fucking slanted. It was terrible. When I left to go have dinner that night, I realized when I left the the like into the hallway, the whole thing was fucking wild. As I turned right to walk out, I like walked up a hump. I'm like, eh. and this whole place. So it's was, like caving in in yeah. the center. Yeah, okay. And this place like just had this huge like remake. Like it was all brand new. The fucking I'm like, oh my god, oh my god. They like didn't have the inspector out here. The inspector's on the payroll. This place is fucking. T- two things thought it was coming down mm-hmm. in the middle of the night, or it was some like. H H Holmes fucking murder hotel. So when they slice you off, you just slide it just slides, down. And there's like right. some. Un, like you can't see some French drain that just allows mm. they just come in and they wash it down. You know, yeah, just, yeah, just get a hose in. That's why there's no carpet. Exactly, and they just wash it down and it goes. And then there we go. Happy to report none of that happened. Like the like you know they stab you, you die, you fall on the ground, and as you're sliding down towards the wall, the wall like three feet of it just opens up. You just shoot right down yeah, the chute. It's like a yeah, like a laundry chute. Yeah, boop. There he goes. 
happy to happy to report none of that happened. Very nice. But because it is Canada, um, it continued to get more can more can Canadian mm-hmm. can. Why was I saying Canadian? Mm. It got more Canadian. Yes. I mean, there's a, there every time do? I go there, there's something else, and I'm like, of course, right? Like, I hadn't seen a Quiznos in like 12 years. Oh yeah. Quiznos everywhere out there. And I, I found out they still have some here throughout the U.S. very sporadically. Mm. But they were like fucking everywhere. I love Quiznos, by the way. Great commercials. Um, so that was last time. This time, guess what I saw? What did you see? A Toys R Us. So those don't exist anymore. They don't exist. I'm pretty sure we shot and murdered the giraffe. Like, they are dead. all fucking gone. I actually saw the commercial and he when they packed up and he had to leave with his like hobo sack. So I know he's gone. You're telling me he set up a shop somewhere? He's doing like a rogue Toys R Us? He exists in Kitchener, Ontario. I swear to God. There was mm. a Toys R Us and a Baby's R Us. It was like... It's probably a front, right? It was this giant-ass fucking... Pl- like a they're they're, big, they're dealing nice. maple syrup out of the back there, man. They're so, rolling barrels. I just don't know. Like, But every time I go there, like this is what I expect. Like... I'm positive there's like Mervyn's and Montgomery Ward still mm-hmm, fucking mm-hmm. exist. There's a Marshall's somewhere. Yeah, that still fucking exists in Canada. And I'm like, oh my God. And they're like, yeah, did you hear about this? We just got this brand new store. It's called Hudson's. You're like, what? Mm-hmm. And right after we're done shopping, we're going to go to Bennigan's. Are all the Bennigan's gone? Pro- if not, probably should yeah, be. Like, should be. There used to be Bill that Max. one in Mount Pleasant. That's the only one I've ever fucking been to. Yeah, it's the only one I've ever seen. I thought it was a singular store or a singular restaurant. Like, like a... And then like every like every like six years I'll see a commercial. I'll go, oh, other people know about this? <laughs> it's like Long John Silvers. I don't know. The, the, the place is just I can't handle it. Like every time I'm there, I have more confidence that Australia is a real place. Than Canada. I mean, Australia definitely isn't. I know, but like, even while I'm physically in the land of Canada, I feel like it's like the island from Lost. Like, I think it was real. Like, mm. they were physically there, and then they got back, but maybe they didn't, and then they went back to the island. Mm. So clearly, it has to be. But like, is it? I don't know. That's what Canada is. Like, I know I'm physically here, but here is really subjective. Yeah, right. Where are like, you really? Is anyone really there? Mm. And in Canada, I don't think so. Um, it's odd. Like I'm more put it this way: I'm more confident that birds are real than yeah, I am that and that's Canada not much. And in fact, birds. I have a small story to tell you about how fake birds actually are, and then to be shunned by this reporter, I guess. So there's a quick brief story about a female GPS tracked falcon that flew from South Africa to Finland. In 42 days. That's 10,000 kilometers in 42 days. That's round about 230 kilometers so, a day. And what kind of bird was this? This was a falcon. Because it'd be a lot better of a story if it was a swallow. Yes. Yes. An African swallow that Holding flew to Europe. coconuts. Yes, of course. Gripped by the husk. But anyway, so South Africa to Finland. Does it give, does it give the mileage on that? About 10,000 kilometers gives which, a nice little photo. One relatively straight, which is fascinating. Although it did take a, a it took a little detour a in second. Turkey. Why is that thing landlocked? What? I mean, I guess it would make sense. The Falcon's not going to cut straight across the Mediterranean. Right. Probably. I mean, it might probably could have taken us. Yeah, it literally went It made a right turn at Israel up through I mean, Syria it, and Turkey and then followed into I mean, Romania. It's fucking landlocked. I mean, 
And then it there, came, it came there's back. a motorway there, I think. Yeah, I'm, I'm fairly certain it was just following the Nile Expressway just the whole way. I had like a tracking yeah. van in front of it mm-hmm. that just had like GPS coordinations and it just... Cause it was literally just in a van, just in a cage and just didn't tell anybody. It, it just drove. It's a surveillance drone. Yeah. So, I mean, it's got to have like a homing beacon, right? So, the thing that really pisses me off about this is not that a bird did that, which is... Cool, I guess. I mean, uh, why did a bird do that? Well, who cares? Because they're fake, and it had to go recharge batteries or something. Yeah, or right. had to go take its intel back. It was I the don't coordinates know. it was given. Uh, but this reporter or whomever is saying this goes, so it's 230 miles a day for 42 days, 10,000 kilometers. Uh, what have you achieved in the last 42 days? I go, wait a goddamn yeah, minute. hang on a second. That's a fucking bird. And I get what you're saying. Look how far it traveled. It had nothing else to fucking do. Right. I, I haven't. I been, paid a car payment last week. My house hasn't been foreclosed on. Right. I went to work every day. A giant raise. I don't know. Like, what? What else am I supposed to do? Uh, yeah. I'm sorry I didn't travel 10,000 kilometers while also doing those other Should things. Should I just I was turn into Forrest doing. Gump and just. Yeah vagabond myself time to get moving should i just break international laws and join a caravan and just cross borders at will apparently would that he be, bird has achieved would he more. be happy if i went into a field and caught small rodents and rabbits and ate their flesh with my bare hands what if i plant myself in that bird's return trip and shoot it out of the sky that'd probably take me an afternoon yeah how impressive is your bird now right. it's fucking dead it's dead now cool we literally captured these things mm-hmm. and put fucking, like, fly goggles on them, blinders, and teach them to, like, hunt for yeah. us. And when the, the goggles mo- go I mean, on, they us, go, oh, it must be nighttime. I guess I won't fly away now. I mean, by us, I mean, like, the Mongols. Yeah. Those, them, but people in general. Mm. And here's the other thing I take umbrage with. I mean, did this guy lay himself bare for the world? Yeah, what, what have tried? you done for 42 what are, days? Your team bird? What are your credentials, yeah. dickhead? What have you done? You're writing an article about a fucking falcon. Like, I'm sure your parents are super proud of you. Oh, you got a job at the Times doing what? Oh, reporting on fucking South African falcons. He's a German geographer who lives in Melbourne. Oh, there it is. Birds in Australia. Mm -hmm. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The pieces come together now. (laughs) Another piece of the puzzle. Vacations in Canada. Yeah. Yeah. His mother's Canadian. His father's French. And he was born in Germany, mm-hmm. and he lives in Australia, and he writes about birds. Yeah. Great. Yeah. That's Great. what we thought. That's yeah. a fucking crab person if I've ever heard Stereotypical. Just absolute crab person. What a dickhead. Yeah. I don't need What have sh- you done in the last 42 days? I mean, and honestly, what has that bird done other than flap its wings? Its only literal function. Yeah. Sorry it did its one thing it can do. And like, okay, cool. Right about like... A fucking great white shark that's like, hey, I'm in Newfoundland, and now I'm in fucking Brazil. Right. Not that's cool. They, they do it all the fucking time. Oh, yeah, they do it all the time, but this guy does he Why? Okay, cool. And Bird did that. And Bird. And fucking homing drone did right. that. That's the other Killer thing. whales over here circumnavigating the planet every six days, and they're like, eh, whatever. I have a question. And this, this, this probably should have happened on an episode where we discussed technology. Hmm. Or technological advancements as I'm going to come back to it. And maybe we just scrap the sports thing. Sorry, Marshawn, and we just stay honest. But yeah. wh- sometimes I look at things and I think, how in the fuck did people who haven't figured out things that we've figured out figure that out? Like a fucking carrier pigeon. 
How, how, how does one figure this fucking out? Like, you I mean get, the bird or the humans that figure out that the bird can do that? The, the humans, like I get they're migratory. So if they're hatched here and you take them somewhere and I guess they kind of, but like the, the, the consciousness of like, it's like who, whoever looked at a crab and was like, maybe if I just cook it up all that fucking goo inside all it, all that bug juice that, yeah. that danger fucking rock that wants to fucking mm-hmm. cut my dick off mm-hmm. maybe it'd be tasty look at that giant animal rolling around in shit mm. i bet if i took a little bit off its belly mm. thin slice and i just sizzle it it'd wow. be delicious mm. yeah, yeah well, it's a... but how, how it is weird to think about to like step back and be like who was the first guy i was like I'm going to eat that. Or, or, you know what? I got to tell someone something super fucking far away. So give me that bird right there. And let me tie this note to it. To be lap. fair, carrier pigeons, when they do send them in messages, they send like 500 birds they release That's all with fine. the same message. And only fucking two of them is going to get back. Here's my like, I don't know where all the other ones fucking went. You guess like, well, fuck, they're gone. Here's my second question. Let's get more. So like you live in point A, I live in point B. I send you a carrier pigeon. You send one back. Okay, do they now know, like, where to go? Like, do I have to hatch fucking birds here and then fucking deliver them to every person I might want? Does that turn into, like, speed dial carrier pigeon? Like, this pigeon knows. Like, like, that's that's number six on my telephone. This pigeon's going to your house. Well, isn't that how it is? Like, this is how little I know about... Fucking carrier pigeons. Well, I know that I watched an episode of Top Gear where Richard Hammond raced carrier pigeons 50 miles to a location. Oh, no, James May did it, and he got lost. And the carrier pigeons beat him to the location, wherever it was. Yeah, so so first of all, I thought this is funny. So Google, I start typing how to carrier pigeons. I was like, how do carrier pigeons know where to go? But it literally just says uh, the the predictive. How do carrier pigeons work? Okay, would work be the fucking... Is that a verb? Is that used Fucking? as a verb right there? No. I know that's a verb. Uh, work. Work would not be the word I would use. Unless, How to carry your pigeons. Unless it was mechanical. I see I, what you're saying. I ask how and does a lawnmower work? How does a combustion engine work? I don't ask how a deer works. The way I heard that was how to carry their work as in like how to help the load of their work. Like no. how do I help my carrier pigeon out with it? It's got so much work to do. How do I take a little how bit How do carrier that? pigeons work? How do I carry my pigeon's work? Well, no, that's not what I'm asking. Let's put uh, the well, emphasis somewhere else in the sentence. Well, no, what, you're, you're missing the point. They're using the word work. Yes, I understand. A combustion engine, how does it work? Well, it's TV, because birds are government Mechanical. agents. I'm yes. just saying more proof, undisputable evidence Agreed. that these things are not real. But anyways, the, the pigeons are transported to destinations and cages where they're attached with messages. And then the pigeon naturally flies back to its home somewhere where the recipient could. So this is telling me I have to write a message, put it to the bird, take the bird, somewhere take else. it where I want it to be return and then have that mess well i imagine you just give the pigeons to the person hey if you ever need to contact me i'm gonna give you these here but that's my point that's my point do i have to make pigeon runs every so often and replenish your pigeon stock so they know where that's bullshit what a dumb way to send messages i imagine if you're like the king you're not probably doing that 
I get it, but like figure something else out, man. Yeah, I mean, just invent the phone. I mean, it's not that hard. It's just some pieces of metal, and which I don't know how that really works either. (laughs) Exactly, invent the phone, which is electricity, but it's vibrations. And there's a woman that's in a room somewhere where she's plugging in cords somewhere, and she knows everything. Operator, please hold. Operator, please hold. Those women didn't get enough fucking props. How do you remember? Three cigarettes in the corner. They're smoking at the same time. Operator, please hold. Operator, please hold. Like level of respect I have. Like she's above the Coney Island short order cook Mm -hmm. when it comes to Mm -hmm. doing her job while smoking. It's fucking impressive. I, I think it might be in line or a dead heat between her op- 1950s operator lady and uh current day waffle house cook not necessarily in speed of what he has to do but in sheer mastery of the skill of overcooking your sunny side up egg while dropping ash in your hash brown like that skill takes time and effort right yeah i mean like because you walk into these places, you're like, well, this is absolutely disgusting. And you're like, yeah, but it's... it's He's got a I wife mean, beater on, his it's hat's sweatier and getting, shit. It was offered a Michelin star, but they turned it down, mm-hmm. right? Mm-hmm. You know, I mean, this place is it. They have a reputation to uphold. Like, you feel like you can't, if you're new, you can't call out the Band-Aid in the soup. No. You push it to you're the side, be behind, the, behind the crouton, and you just keep eating. That's you right. close your eyes. Man, we really just... Carrier pigeons... All, I, Listen. Australia, I just we got we got sidetracked. It happens. So let's take a take a moment. We're gonna gather ourselves. Guys, okay, so one more thing that's yes, wild. Get it, get get it out because once we fucking you know leave what, the station, you know what are super cool and are definitely government agents. Submarines are real cool. Well, yeah, they're definitely government agents because they work for the government. I mean, the only other people who government. have them. Yeah. Or drug runners. Yeah. Which, yeah, where do they come up with their U-boats? There That's... has been a lot of submarine activity here in Metro Detroit in the past few years. Mm. Like, probably like three or four stories. Mm. All drug-related, of course, because the international border. But, I mean, non-government-related um, submarine stories you expect to have in your local metropolitan area. Mm. I mean, the over-under is at point five. Yeah, right. right. It's I mean, it's nil. like it's just yeah. the way you want. We've had like four in mm-hmm. my lifetime, which I feel like, I mean, that's a lot. It's ba- it's like a 1930s German U-boat just pops up in the Detroit River sometimes. You're like, well, that's not supposed to be there. There you, there you are. But yes, definitely government agents. But submarines are pretty cool. Not many people have the means to create nuclear power. Well, to propel you can get the diesel sun. ones too. Yeah, well, yeah, unless you're Kelsey Grammer. I mean. Do you have a diesel powered submarine? Oh, wow. You missed that. You missed that reference? Yeah, that one swung past me. You never seen the movie Down Periscope? Okay. All right. Yeah. Fantastic. All right. Anyways, sports. Sports. That's what we're here for. Yes. Right. We haven't we haven't sported in a while. When we got to talking, I mean, it is literally the prime time for sports. Yes. You got playoff baseball, which even if you hate baseball and you can't stand watching it, playoff baseball slaps. It's the best. It's so fucking good, especially with the crowds back and everything. It's electric, dude. Like. It's so good. It is so fucking good. I'll never forget a few years ago when Toronto was in and you had Joey Bats when Bautista was hitting 40-some home runs. Mm-hmm. When he hit that fucking walk-off and the fucking baddest... It wasn't even a bat flip. It was a bat launch. Yeah. It was just like, just, oh, God. I, like, part of me just loved it because of all of the... All of the... 
old men getting years taken off their mm-hmm. lives. Like, you know what I mean? Like the progressive artery disease, getting yep. like hardening, mm-hmm. like mm-hmm. at light speed as they watch this foreign man desecrate their national pastime. God forbid an oh my God. Asian pitcher shows up. Oh, oh God. Could you imagine what George Herman Ruth would have said? <laughs> Things that we cannot repeat on this podcast. Correct. And like, I know this is kind of our intro to it, but it just brought back a thought that I had. Like, how did baseball become such a fucking buddy-duddy sport? Because think about it. Like the over-analytic and over... Well, no, but the like, ah, you can't celebrate. You can't stare down the... You can't stare at a home run after you hit it before... Like, all these unwritten bullshit Mm -hmm. rules that everyone gets so fucking mad at. You can't have fun. Because think about... Every time I played in the schoolyard with my friends, it's the most outrageous fucking thing we do. But that's what I mean by it. The Mm -hmm. same fucking people who sit there and listen to baseball on the radio while they watch it on TV, Mm -hmm. right? Who talk about it being the greatest game and all this shit and blah, blah, blah. And Mickey Mantle and blah, blah. You know, all your grandparents and all that shit. When they played it, they played in the street with a stick in between cars. Like where they were damaging. Like, mm-hmm. They didn't play it. Like this wasn't fucking the All England Country Club. No, yeah. Like when they learned and loved the game, it was the Sandlot, right? It right. was... It was fucking scrounging money to get a fucking 32 cents or whatever that fucking bullshit was. Baseball. And doing all this, you know, stealing, chewing tobacco. Mm -hmm. Not letting blacks play. Mm -hmm. You know, Mm -hmm. that's when they learned to love the game. Right. That was was a a joke towards terrible racism back there when old people would talk about the the, the good old days. So you just Mm -hmm. have to preface that, Mm -hmm. right? This is me saying that that's... Well, it isn't a preface. It's a post face. I don't think that's a term. We'll figure it out. Anyways, but the point being is they weren't fuddy-duddy when they learned the game, right? Because you did play with the neighborhood kids, right? Whether you were white, brown, whatever, right? Everyone played baseball. The whole thing that you heard from all of your parents at one point, oh, we didn't, my age, we didn't come home until the lights were on, blah, blah, blah. But then at some point, those same people became this, mm, you can't have fun. Mm, you can't. Mm, wow. The game's supposed to be played a certain way. Wow. They don't. They don't like when certain people have fun. No, well, even people like, you know, they don't like, uh, you know, or, or or what are they, how do they say it, right? It's not, it's not a certain way, but they'll say like, oh, look at so-and-so. He plays the game the right way. Mm-hmm. Well, it's a guy that hits the ball, keeps his mouth shut and doesn't have any fun. Yeah. And they're like, they're always like, well, I like small ball, you know, the manufactured runs, blah, blah, blah. Like really when you, Nobody imagine being, fucking likes you're fucking that. 12 years old on the sandlot, right? And you're like, all right, guys. Situa- singles all day. Singles all day. Situational hitting. Situational hitting drills. No, you were trying to go fucking yabo. Let me see that sack fly, Jimmy. You were trying to go fucking yard. Fuck yeah. So I just don't understand things like that. And like, sports is weird like that because there's debates. So generationally, there's always debates like that. And, and like, this is my stance. And by my stance, I mean, this is the correct stance. Mm. Any sport, like, athlete from generations past is worse than whatever transcending talent is in the nearest group of generations. So what I, that's a lot of word salad right there. So Bill Russell is an absolute all-time legend. Right. Babe Ruth, legend. Ty Cobb, legend. Um, 
all of those things, you know, Gordie Howe, legend. Right. Jim Brown, great. Johnny Unitas, oh my God. All, synonymous with the sport. Most of the people I just named wouldn't make a top-tier college team mm-hmm. in that sport right. if you played today. Let alone talk about the stars, the Mike Trouts and the LeBron Jameses. Well, that's what I mean. You're talking about Babe Ruth, Shohei Otani. Cool. Babe Ruth did it when no one else did any of this stuff before. He and also took was copious over... amounts of yeah. drugs and all the stick and all that stuff. And nobody was throwing faster than 70 miles an hour. Oh, my God. Yeah. Like, you look at these. And, like, so if you don't believe that, look at, like, high school sports, right? Use that as a relative barometer of something that almost anybody who's a sports fan can understand because they probably played, right? Mm-hmm. So you played high school. So if you look at this and you're like, just take them to a fucking, you know, a D1 game somewhere, like a better tier school, and say, you just look at how they play now compared to when you played, and you're like, that's wildly terrifying. I don't think I could hit a ball off the Little League World Series Taylor champion uh, pitchers. Up. Yeah, I mean, like I don't think I think they would throw them past me all day every day. Not to mention I'd put one full swing in and I go, "All right, that's it for me." And so the worst, the absolute worst is basketball fan. Mm. You know, I'm not Here's a preface. Not a LeBron James stan by any means. Same. He was my generation's Michael Jordan, right? Pistons kicked his ass. Kicked his ass, and then one year he scored like the last like twenty four points in the fourth quarter yeah. in the playoffs against us. It's at the downtown hoedown when that happened. Weird, Gross. watching it through like the glass. It was terrible. Anyways, so not a fan. Mm-hmm. Can respect him as an overall player, but when I hear you know old fat guys saying, "Oh yeah, try that stuff with Kevin McHale in the in the lane." Okay. LeBron James is 6'9", 270 pounds, and he runs like a wide receiver in the NFL Mm -hmm. does. Yeah, he will Kevin McHale was 6'9", like 230 pounds. He would fucking murder him. He's not posting up on LeBron. Oh, yeah, well, look at him flop. Kevin McHale, Rick Mahorn gives him an elbow. Okay, well, are we watching WWE Mm. or basketball? Because... If you want people to fight, I mean, right, and and we're all gonna say to like LeBron James isn't all muscle. It wouldn't if we're fist fighting on the court. He, he's not gonna turn around and start laying motherfuckers playing, out. Right, if he grew up playing basketball that way, you're dead. Yeah, because he's bigger. Yeah, like, if, if that, you. you know what I mean. So I just, it's weird when you look at sport. Would you think it was like that, like, like with gladiators? <laughs> Like, was there that, like, you know, back in yeah, my day. All, all the kids are cheering for the nuclear. He goes, hey, yeah, but you weren't around for Pegasus the Third or whatever the fuck ever. used to take four or five strokes with that battle axe to cut a gladiator's head off. Now these little pussy-ass fighters, you call them. Look at him. His guts are all over the place. They're throwing cat Like, is it has to be, right? Yeah. This didn't just no, develop. This is... Like, everybody back in my day... Yeah, and even even before that, I'm, I'm trying to think like what was sport back for like cavemen and early early first. first... I think raping was. Well, so there was that, and then I think there were, there was probably some amount of just like 
banging your head on the wall till you passed out, right? And so there must have been like some ooh ah ahs that really meant like these motherfuckers now six seven head cracks into the concrete wall and they're passing out already. We used to go twenty thirty head smashes into the wall. Those are rookie numbers. You gotta get, get the, the numbers fuck out up. of here. Uh, but. I don't want to get on a gripe session about sports because I absolutely love sports. You Big can fan. ask my wife. She'll tell you. Big fan. That it is wildly, wildly unhealthy, probably. Mm. Um, Haven't lost the house yet. Not a gambler. Of course not. Not a gambler. Those days are behind me. Long gone. Or reformed. I don't make enough money to gamble like I would if I did. Mm. So mm. maybe one day we'll update you on it. Maybe we should do... Carson Anderson, a local uh, radio station around here, they do a uh, they do a segment. I don't bet, but if I did, maybe we just something like that. They don't say TM after they say it, so maybe we should just TM. TM we'll TM, just TM, take TM. it. We'll just, just take, take it. Yeah. And then come fucking find us. Right. Come find us. So we'll, we have our army of lawyers. They have theirs. That's right. We we'll get the intern on, and it'll be a whole mm-hmm. thing. Anyways, I mean, the, the the reason why we brought this up is because right now Michigan is what six five and five and oh six and oh six and oh. Six and oh. Michigan State six and zero, top ten both. Yep, they're they're staring down. They can both handle business over the next two weeks because there's buys for each seven and zero matchup the weekend of Halloween, which let me tell you is a what would it be two thousand four? So what's two thousand four to now? Seventeen years, seventeen years. It was on Halloween Eve when Braylon Edwards went ham. Mm. In Ann Arbor, against Michigan State in the triple overtime, Mike Tirico damn near fell out of his fucking chair making that call. The issue is, you know, we're going to get now Gus Johnson almost falling out of his chair every call. Hope not. Jenny Tapp, the All-American. Yeah, she's the All-American girl. We get it, Gus. Shut the Oh, my God, they're doing a two-yard dive play. And they didn't get the first down. Thanks, Gus. If it's – I can't handle them in in the noon hour. I can't handle it. No, it's way too excitement like, that let me, early in the day. If I'm lubricated a bit, if it's a big game, if it's nighttime, like like the Big Ten Championship game, I can I can receive Gus Johnson. Mm. I'm not saying I'm seeking yeah. him out. I'm I don't want him and Joel Clatt. Like I'm not gonna oh, ask God, for it. Joe. But I can receive it. The problem with Noon Gus is just too the much. problem with Gus is a yes, it's way overexcited all the time, and that's a lot to handle. But, like, you'll hear the media, like, he'll do, like, somebody, there'll be a kick return, like, or a punt return, or something like that. And he'll call, he'll scream out his call and everything like that. And it'll be like, you gotta listen to this Gus Johnson call. And, yeah, in that context of no context, and it's just that call, you're like, oh, yeah, Gus is screaming, oh, that's cool, it's pretty hype. Well, the issue is you haven't added in the three hours prior to that of the every fucking play. Continuous call and screaming, and it's like you, you're boy, you're doing boy who cried wolf around here. You got it right one time out of a thousand, <laughs> and that's just not good enough, man. Can't handle it. <laughs> so Whereas we, Joe Buck is the complete opposite, just where he just sit, he's never just sitting gets there up. and just walk saved. off home run, and he's just dead air. We're getting God, we're fucking griping again. We're right. trying to but, talk but in about, a good way, because we're, we're talking about we're, Michigan, so, Michigan so, yeah. State. So we're staring that down. Playoff baseball, we went mm-hmm. over that. We griped about that. Mm-hmm. What else can mm-hmm. we gripe about? The NBA is about to be back. We mm-hmm. started griping about that. Man, we're just, we've got it all covered. NHL's back. Oh, I, I want to get – I'm excited for some hockey. Some hockey again. Although, I'm excited for the Red Wings. I don't expect again. us to be any good. To be fair, though – 
our points per game total last year, and this is getting kind of ma- uh, micro here, was much better than it was the year prior, even though it was a shortened season and whatnot. But so there's there's reason, there's a lot of young kids coming up, reason to be happy. So hockey's back. F1 is in the oh. in the midst. A great, we're having uh, a great, great, a great championship race right here now, for Max the constructors. Max is up in the front. Yeah, for the constructors and the drivers' championship. You got you got soccer happening. The USA is just continuing to wet the bed. Shut the bed. Yep. That's what happens when you have too many G's in your three G's in a mm-hmm. first name. It's mm-hmm. too much. Yes. Agreed. Greg with two G's at the end is just that's just, you can't. It's that a can't be permitted. Red flag. Yeah. Red flag. I just Red card, if you will. Yeah, there you go. Right. Get him out of here. Get him the fuck red. out of here. Oh, you're banned. Yeah. I mean we had hell, we had a we had a great fight the other night. Tyson Fury, Dante Wilder. I wasn't able to watch it in real time, but the I got Gypsy the gist King of it. did what the Gypsy King does. And he uh shout, I'll tell out, you. shout out to Wilder for making it as long as he did because after he put Fury down in the fourth round twice, he didn't have nothing. any legs. For the next six rounds. And then he didn't have a chin anymore either because he kept getting the shit knocked out of him. His ears were bleeding. His eye was bleeding. His nose was bleeding. He, his good, thing he hired, have, yeah. good thing he fired his previous trainer who threw in the towel last time and hired a new guy who has never trained anybody. And his only instruction was, you are not under any circumstances to throw in the towel. Didn't know what a round, it was in the 10th round. Yeah, he wasn't sure goes, what round goes, they were goes, in. What round were we in? Okay, you in the 10th round. Oh. You got two more left. Are we? <laughs> anyway, so I, we also have, what else do we have coming up? What's on the slate? Haven't talked to any NFL. Well, yeah, so we're Which we are Monday watching. Night Football. We've got a real barn burner here. John Gruden's being no, racist well, again yeah, or something. I don't know. Well, there's anti-gay too, and oh, misogynistic. Wow. Wait, but no, also to be second. fair, this is over like eleven years of looking through his emails. Emails show use of racist, misogynistic, and anti-gay language. That, I mean, anti-gay is what you want. No, no, no. Okay, well, not in derogate. Not. I feel like I I get what you're getting at. But when I said it, it, yeah, it wasn't yeah, what I. You pull it, it back, bring yeah, it back. It wasn't what I thought. It's not what you want. No, it is most certainly not. Um, booger, you look like you won the <laughs> fucking Masters. We're getting sidetracked. <laughs> My God. Anyways, oh, for the love of heaven. Anyways, yes. The point is for me, over all of this, is this is the sweetest spot of the year. Mm. Because while everyone's loving the PSLs, right, the pumpkin spice mm. lattes, the spooky season, I literally have something to watch from 9 a.m. until fucking 11 p.m. every weekend, basically. Yeah. Saturday and Sunday. And then when you get home from work throughout the week, there's playoff, playoff baseball. Avoid all my duties. Basketball starts next week. What, what you grab a grab a, a beer out of the fridge? Find your you way sit to the garage. It's amazing. Oh, it's so good. It's amazing. I think about it too. Like, what things have become more sport that like never were? Like, like what's like what's a sport now that had no business ever being, but is clearly like I mean, you've got the fucking World Series of bags. Mm-hmm. On TV. Competitive tag. 
Yeah, like, what? Mm-hmm. Is this just turning into, like, a Squid Game thing? It is. I mean, I haven't seen anybody getting shot. Well, sometimes in the NFL people get shot. You ever been to a fucking San Francisco Giants game in the stands? In the parking lot? No. Which, by the way, going to California this weekend. Mm-hmm. Trying They're to get... in a series with the Dodgers. I'm just saying. Well, you're welcome to buy a playoff ticket. I I am. Hey, take some of these guys. Hey, you guys want to come out? Yeah, oh, you're gonna try. The, you're gonna try the, the com- uh, dude, I could do company it. card. I absolutely, could do it. It's too bad that the here, San Francisco 49ers are on a bye week this week, or I would absolutely be at Levi Stadium. Probably easier tickets to get. A little bit. And playoff. A little bit. Playoff Giants tickets. Well. Hachimaji. There's a lot going on. It's almost to an extent, sometimes it's overwhelming when there's so many games on and you're like, I I don't even know what to watch. I'm just going to sit here and stare at my guide and go, you know, I was doing on Sunday. It's almost a job. For the the first time ever. I've never had NFL Network. Mm -hmm. And so now that I have it. Did you red zone it? I red zone it. It's amazing. And we had Octobox going, and it was... Quad box, double box, Octobox. Double box, double box, Double box, double box. It was, it was, like, so I had the sound off, right? Because, like, that was just, and I was doing, I was watching, I had a TV show on. I was watching, like, Sopranos or something. And on my laptop, I had NFL Red Zone. Because I wasn't that interested, and because the Lions are trash. I was keeping my eye on the Bucks game, Patriots getting their ass whipped. And so I was like, all right, so there's things to keep their eyeballs on. but. Yeah, it was it was How, lovely to see. Well, it's like with like fantasy sports and legal gambling, mm. Mm. and you know what's you know what's honestly super odd. I'm realizing this as a father is this proliferation of information and technology, mm. right? So my oldest can go on YouTube and watch YouTubers who play FIFA do like the foot drafts and all this. Mm-hmm. It's weird. Mm-hmm. It's a complete true story. <clears throat> So I have a second grader and a kindergartner. And so we'll be doing a foot draft or whatever. And they are literally learning nation's flags. My kindergartner will be like, no, we need the Brazilian one. We need the Brazilian one. Because of the fucking Brazilian flag. Oh, Oh, no, we need a guy from the Netherlands. Like all this shit. And I'm like, you guys are, (laughs) it's going to be, going to be some weird like test. In like third grade, where they're not really going to expect you to get more than like Canada and the U.S. and maybe Mexico, and you're going to be like, "Oh, look, it's Portugal. fucking Macedonia." <laughs> yeah, oh, it's a fucking Bosnia Herzegovina. Yeah, exactly. Why that was on the test, I don't know. Yeah, but... like they're just going to be calling all these things out, and it's going to be like the weirdest. Thing. Oh, Chinese Taipei, like oh that one, I know that. It's the weirdest fucking shit. But I find like something happened the other day where Cam. My youngest used the word paradise. He saw like a screensaver on the smart TV or whatever. And so I think he asked me like what that would be my parent. And I said, no, I said like a lake house or something. Right. And Jack, my oldest said, uh, like out of nowhere, he, he didn't know the name of the stadium, but he said Real Madrid. And I'm like, what? The Bernabeu? The Bernabeu? Like what? what? Mm. We're, I mean, we're Liverpool. Like Anfield is literally like. One of the most historic grounds ever. And it just happens to be the team that, you know, we support. Mm. But it's this. You might lose them. But it well, but the thing is, like, he has as much saturation to anyone else. It's not like Liverpool is fucking local to us. Yeah. And so 
we keep them primed on their local teams. They always ask me if we're rooting for the Lions. I always have to be delicate and say like, uh, yes, but the current no. rooting we have for them is we want them to lose so they can get better. And that just goes over like yeah, a that's never church. Again. Well, it goes over grown adults heads when you say that to True. them. But this, the video games and stuff, you can play as this player, that player. You can play as this team, that team. You can watch this team and that team. Where before, when I was growing up, I remember when the Lions were so fucking terrible that the NFL still had a blackout rule. And if you didn't sell out the seats, Mm -hmm. you had to listen on the fucking radio. Because it it wasn't on TV. Not that they'd put a different game on. You just didn't get to fucking watch it. There was just nothing on. Which is wild. But then when you think of like England, like they don't, they would only show like one match a day. Mm-hmm. There'd be and match. All the other ones would be blacked out. Like, they, yep. like not blacked. It just wouldn't if be didn't have, shown. And yeah. it still is like that. Like ITV to a certain or whatever. Degree, right? Yeah. If you don't have Sky. And it's to keep, it's to keep people to going to the grounds, which makes sense when you think about it. Well, to be fair, it, it makes sense that there, because they also regulate ticket prices to where there's still 20 quid to get a fucking ticket. 20 bucks to get a fucking ticket. As opposed to now, if I want the worst nosebleeds at Ford Field, I'm paying $150 for this shit. It's absurd. It's absurd. I feel like... I feel like sport... I feel like sports is dying. Like, as we knew it. We're, you're turning into old man baseball. Kind of. I just... I, you're doing That's it. why I said that so slowly, because I'm like, why do I feel this way? This was supposed to be a fun one. We love sports. Now I feel terrible. Well, there's, yeah. I mean, there's, I mean, if we want to get into things that are wrong with sports, there's a thousand. But that's not why we're here. We're here because the overall feeling of doing the action of sporting and or watching sport is good and fun until it pisses you off. But that's a whole different issue. <laughs> but that's me, why we love it. Until it time. makes me yell at my family. Yes. Anyways, you know what else makes me yell at my family? Mm. It doesn't. I, that's, that's a bad joke. Well, some people's family. Yeah. Or cocktails. Let me yell at some other people's family. Yeah, cocktails. Let's go. All right. Pour me one. Now I pour me two. I feel like Tom Cruise in cocktail. <laughs> Okie dokie. We are well and truly in cocktail hour now. Um, we have a different one today. One that I have not even tried yet before. And it just so happens that I had all the ingredients at home, which is something that is just oh, chef's kiss. I love when that happens. All right, so this is a, a drink that encompasses rye whiskey, sweet vermouth, Benedictine, Peshaw's bitters, a New Orleans classic, and uh, a little bit of absinthe. Um, there is, you, you think I butchered that name. Wait till I find what this, this is a riff on here. Hold on. Hold on, this is a fun one. This is gonna be fun. This, I, I almost, this is good. This is great. I almost did this cocktail, but I was missing an ingredient, so I went, mm, can't do that. Oh, so it's a it's a play. It's a play on a another cocktail. Yeah, the uh Carry. V-I-E-U-X-C-A-R-R-E with a little sh thing over the E. So I'm thinking it's the Vu Carry, which is weird I can come up with that one, but not Louisiana. But anyways. So, and it's also kind of got a Manhattan theme to it. It's got the rye whiskey, it's got the sweet vermouth, uh, and then it's just got basically what are considered a couple different types of bitters tossed into it. The Benedictine, the absinthe, and the Peshaw's bitters. So, we're going to crack on. This drink was initially invented, I don't know, late 1800s, early 1900s. There was a, a hotel and a bar in Louisiana, or in New Orleans, by the same name. 
uh, La Louisiane, uh, and this was their house cocktail that they made. Um, and so we're going to crack onto it. It is a stirred drink. Um, I'll get you the measurements here momentarily, but let me crack on. So it's funny, like, it's almost like you weren't allowed to make a house drink in Louisiana unless it had, like, absinthe and, like, six other things in it. It's the French. Ugh. Well, we're going to let you go. We'll fast forward. We'll pick it up here in just a moment. All right, here we go. So give us the rundown. We we, we built this up. Yeah, so uh, so it's a you'll see a couple different uh, uh, recipes for this or in measurement wise, but roundabout it's a ounce and three quarters of rye whiskey, three quarters of an ounce sweet vermouth, quarter of an ounce of Benedictine, three dashes absinthe, three dashes Peshad's bitters. And then we're just going to stir this in a mixing glass and strain into a chilled coop and garnish with a nice brandied cherry. So super simple. We got no citrus in here. Plenty of sweeteners in our uh, sweet vermouth and so on. It's going to be a nice drink. Oh, it is. It is. That, is a, that looks like fucking Robitussin. I'll take that one. Yeah. Your back's hurting. You need a little bit more R&R. Alright. Very Manhattan esque as it is uh, kind of a riff on that. Alright, so the a la Louisiane. Yes, sir. Give her a go. It is, it's like a it's like a black licorice Manhattan. Yeah. I mean and you if you you take the absinthe out of it. Which, but it's not like crazy heavy. No, right? it's just, it touches a, it's just you. a flavor. Yeah. It doesn't, it doesn't. You're getting that little sting at the end? Not a sting, but it's just the, just li- a, there's the, a little... the black licorice is lingering. No, is it that or is it for me, it's, um, I think the rye whiskey's coming through right at the end there. It's the, it's absent, little sweetness, and then that rye kind of tingles the back of the tongue a little bit at the end there. We're using uh, uh, Old Forester Rye, which is the last bit of that I have here. I feel like, uh, given the, the time of the year, October, I mean, this would be a good Halloween-like drink to make, right? Mm-hmm. Like, you got a little Halloween party. We did the Corpse Survivor, which is obviously super fucking Halloween-y. But in name only. It's a very light yeah, and well, refreshing didn't drink. Yeah, fucking time fucking burned on it. Mm-mm, mm-mm. That was the uh, Haunted Graveyard. Okay, so... The other Halloween yeah. one. So yeah. here's a question. How do you do that shit where you like, uh, where you like, not, you don't light it on fire, but you like make it fucking smoky, right? You ever see that stuff where they're fucking. They generally have a smoke gun where there's is a that little, what it is? there's a little piece of like a uh, charred wood of like, like a hickory char. It's basically just coal. Uh, and they just coal. torch it in there and it fills well, there's it a like heat, smoke. There's a heater yeah, yeah. element that it sits on and then a fan that pulls it down and then sh- Shoots it through the little straw thing. I mean, that'd make it like, I don't know if it ruined the taste on it, but it like, I feel like if you were at like a Halloween party and you're like, yeah, you want to, we'll do this little blah, a la Louisiana. And you know what? It's Louisiana. So you can make up some fucking like weird ass Cajun ghost story. voodoo thing. Yeah. yeah. Make up something fucking wild, dude. Like literally tell them the fucking 
premise to Scooby-Doo on Zombie Island mm. and just don't say the name Scooby-Doo mm-hmm, mm-hmm. or what Fred a, and Velma and Daphne what a movie. And, and Shaggy. Like, just replace that with, like, Creole names and, like, French colonizer names and things like that. You know what I mean? Yeah. And do that kind of shit, but literally tell them about, like, some cat god and zombies mm-hmm. and this, and you'd mm-hmm. be like... That works. That tracks. Blah, blah, blah. And you'd be like, that's where this came from. Happy Halloween, everybody. And people are like, oh my God, I could taste it with the absinthe. It's fucking wild because it's Louisiana. This is true. Fucking hell. I've done the, the ghost tour in New Orleans and What boy, a creepy howdy. place. Never ever been there, but like. It's uh, real cool. Uh, a wonderful thing. Uh, a top, a top tier for me. Um, True Detective season one. Mm, indeed. Matthew McConaughey. Uh, Woody. Woody. Our, our uh, good friend, Woody. That's right. Um. But, like, the whole fucking, like, if you were to be, like, what's the only only other fucking creepy place that you could rival? I would say, like, Alaska. Because it's just, it's just nothingness, right? Like, maybe some aliens, maybe some Russians, definitely bears. Like, who I mean, knows? In just, Canadians like, are it, close. You're, like, close to that vortex that is real and not real. Yeah. I mean, if you're talking about, if you believe in ghost stuff... Uh, Mackinac Island's pretty, pretty, it's an entire Indian burial ground is the island. Yeah. I mean, I'm not even talking about like ghost shit, but just like you put like some like weird, like cop drama, like true detective season one, no ghost shit, but like was super macabre and like, you were just fucking creep. Cause you're like, I don't know if it was the fucking Cypress and all that. I don't know. The whole fucking place. Super like creepy. Yeah, but like it's something to do with like the space between people, like from like houses and buildings. The space between, and then also when you do get to that house or bar or wherever, it's a little run down. The grass yeah. is growing a little. I'm long. just saying, it's like the only place I would put in a conversation. I mean, it's still Louisiana's number one, but the only place I'd put in a conversation with it would be like Alaska, because like I said, <laughs> aliens, Russians, you know, Canadians, you know, mm. kind of creepy. Bears. I feel like Utah would be that. Utah is one of those scary movies Utah's where, like, there's like, clearly something happening in this town, but everybody's super happy and like just grinning yeah, and Utah's nodding like at you. Utah's like the strangers. Like that's right? what we're talking Utah's about. Utah's yeah. like the strangers. Yeah, that's more of like a slasher. You're gonna wear my skin thing. Right. Right. Not like, not sure what's going on. Full moon. Fucking mm-hmm. is that a ghost or mm-hmm. a whatever thing? Yeah. Well, anyways, back to cocktail hour. Mm. What we're really fucking supposed to be talking about let me hit this guy one more time i'm not gonna lie the more i have it the absinthe fades away more i'm getting more vermouth i'm getting the benedictine when you put your nose in the the vermouth and the whiskey mm-hmm. stand out mm-hmm. so you don't you it's don't very manhattan-y smell well, that's what i'm saying like that stands out on the first the head of it if you will mm-hmm. to be super snobby i get the fucking Hang on. Let me. What is this? Benedictine. So what is Benedictine? That's eh, a, a sweet it's a liqueur. liqueur. Mm-hmm. So I'm getting that with the Peshodes a bit. Yeah. Peshodes is like a nuttier kind of bitter. Right. So. Mm-hmm. And then at the very end comes the absinthe. Mm-hmm. Um, this is something that like I probably wouldn't order. I de- I, okay. Hang on. I definitely wouldn't order. But not because I don't like it. Mm-hmm. Because I just order Manhattan. Right. It's like doing similar shit here. 
right? But for the drink itself, I don't I don't want to say that in a negative connotation, although I don't know how it could be received anyway other right. than negative. When you when you're when you're falling just short of a Manhattan, that's But pretty... no, like if I'm somewhere and like and my friend's like, Hey, I wanna make this drink, blah blah blah. Yeah, and you take it like, oh, it's a decent drink. Especially right? like if, if I'm going down to this hotel, I'm walking in right. the door and I'll Absolutely. have one, please. Thank you. So with that in mind in a vacuum, what is this drink? Yes. On a scale of one to ten Wimbledon Woodies. I'm gonna give it I'm gonna give it a seven. I think we have back to back sevens. Because mm. it's got a lot of stuff in like it's got a lot of more a lot of more. Mm. My God. It has more moving parts than the Manhattan, which is probably the point. Yeah. And, you know, here's the other thing. We're sitting here fucking picking our noses about this shit. And this was probably some guy that was, like, having a fucking day. And he's manning the bar. And he hates his life. And someone's like... In 1890, there's no air yeah, conditioning. Yeah. Just everyone smells like shit. You know, you're wearing wool clothes. Mm. Look, my God. Mm. And so they're like, oh, what's your house drink? And he's like, oh, yeah, house drink. Fuck. And he turns around and fucking asshole. So he makes a Manhattan. And he's like, what else do I got? Fucking this. Fucking this. In Louisiana, so it makes some absinthe. Mm-hmm. Here's that. Like, because it really is a Manhattan with this and that. Yeah. Right? I mean, it's literally what it is. We're just subbing So out. we're sitting here being like, well, so I think what the, what he was trying to achieve. What, oh, fuck. This guy made a Manhattan and put a sprinkle of this and a dash of that. And went, it's not a lot of Louisiana. And you know what? It was pretty fucking good. You know why? Because Manhattans are really fucking good. Yeah, it's really it's kind of a little tough to fuck that shit up. Yeah, like, no shit, dude. Really good. So yeah, I'll give it a seven. Would not order it because if I'm going to order one, I'm going to order a Manhattan. It is if you like um like, something with with more complexity than a Manhattan's going to have, like in more like developing over time flavor in your mouth. Not saying it's better or worse, but just in like you said, moving parts. Like as you drink it. You'll get this flavor, then that flavor. And you can almost pick out. If you knew the flavors of each thing, you could almost go, yep, okay, now I taste the rye. Now I taste the sweet vermouth. Now I taste the absinthe. So the nose on it, when you put put it up to your face to drink it, it smells like a Manhattan. Mm. A little bit bit different, but you get that. Take the drink. You get the Pichodes and then the Benedictine, like, rounding Mm -hmm. on the head. So it's like, okay, well, this is why it's different now. And it like mellows out, and you can taste like all the Forester rye whiskey. At the very end, it's just hey, I'm here. Here comes the absence. It's like it's like that guy. It's like you invited your friend over to a party. He's like, hey, I'm gonna bring. Uh, so you know, so and so, I'm gonna bring those two guys over, and you're like, yeah, yeah, sure, bring them on over. No, they're and never, then, but then they're four never people show up, and you know, but there's no problem. Everything's cool, but they're, but they're just like every once in a while, you remember? There? Oh yeah, yeah. Fucking Mike brought him. Yeah. That's right. That's okay. right. I remember. Right. Yeah, you're, you're I knew with that. them. All you're right. still here. I see you. All right. Well, so the a la Louisiane, seven Wimbledon Woodies. I feel like it should be seven Rust Coals because it's Louisiana. That one missed me. That's two. True, true Detective. That's the Matthew oh, McConaughey, right. Rust right. Coal. Seven Wimbledon Woodies, a la Louisiane. Cheers. So, about 
just a quick aside about uh, our good friend, Mr. Woody Harrelson. Yes. Did you see the story where he laid out that fucking reporter? So he's out to dinner with, uh, it's him and his daughter. I don't know how old his daughter is. I think she's like 16, 17, somewhere in that yeah, general okay. area. Uh, this is like, you know, fake, like blog tabloid reporter mother. I don't even think you call him a reporter. Just call him a piece of shit. So the story I read was that he's taking, he's like fucking with them and he's taking their pictures and Woody's being, I'm sure he had a couple glasses of wine at dinner and he's trying to keep it together. And then the, the, the phrase is he lunges at his daughter, this reporter guy or whomever he is. And Woody just fucking rocks his shit and Good. just lays his ass out. <laughs> this is why the man. And then, and then the, and then the cops come arrest the reporter Absolutely. as they should, as they should. Who, like, who's showing up being like, oh, dickhead with a camera and American treasure, yes. Woody Harrelson. I'm sorry, sir, on the ground. Mm -hmm. Were you and white man can't jump? What's that? I can't. No? No. Okay. Get in the squad cars. You're out of here. So he has a, his kids are like 28, 23, and 15. I think it was the 15-year-old. That's the other with. thing, right? Like, aside from just, you know, like, women don't have enough shit to deal with from men in mm -hmm. their day-to-day. -day, mm -hmm. Like, a 15-year-old. Like, right. Come on, bud. Fuck you really off. needed that picture of Woody Harrelson's 15-year-old daughter? That's the other thing that, like... You know the internet exists in general, This is why, right? like, I could not fucking exist as a celebrity. <clears throat> oh, I'd be laying because motherfuckers it's like, out. Me, I'm the celebrity, right? What, what do you need my seven-year-old child? Yes. What do you need my two-month-old baby? What do you need my fucking just-out-of-the-hospital post-pregnancy... Like mm -hmm. postpartum fucking wife. Like, mm -hmm. th there is literally no news here. All right. They are just people. If like, you think I'm anything more, take a picture of me. There is nothing yeah. happening here. So, like, when it's me and I'm out and about and I'm wearing fucking, you know, knee high Crocs or whatever weird thing celebrities right. get to wear, okay. We're the ones that started the podcast. Fucking okay. Let yeah. it go, right? I get it. You know, you want to see how far this hairline goes back? It's fucking down to snap my ass. away. Snap away. But like, what? What is this? Uh, oh, Woody Harrelson. Not to, can't wait to get these pictures with him and his fifteen-year-old daughter. That'll really fucking keep the lights on in my studio yeah. apartment. Like, get the seven clicks required to pay the rent. I forget who it was. Now that we're fucking griping on this, someone, some celebrity is in a, a lawsuit with a, a paparazzi, paparazzi, the paparazzi. I don't know. I think general paparazzi is both singular and plural. So it's so it's, it's like moose. moose. Mm -hmm. Nice. Oh, um, <laughs> that was the one we went to. Um, but they're like being sued for using a paparazzi photo on their Instagram of themselves. Wait, the the celebrities being sued the by yeah. the and paparazzi. Yeah, it's fucking weird. Like that's your job, right? What are you pay me for it? For a picture of me, of me? in the wild. Mm, yes. Oh, yes. Mm, I, yes. I understand. You know what else I don't understand? Mm. And this is something that... I don't know if this is almost an admission or if there's more people like me. So... That's a fumble. God, Lamar Jackson. Fraud or not? That's fumble. That's a fumble. That's fumble. That's fumble. Anyways... I, like, I can't even start, like, what I want to say because I want to say it the way I want to say it. I've just learned that something I've been saying confidently mm. as a name of a business is 
Not correct. I was I was just thinking you were going to say, I've been saying granite instead of granted. Have I? I don't know. I, I thought that's what you were no, going to come up. Trust me, if I would have heard that, you oh, would have been... put me down. Yeah, you would have been put accosted immediately. I tell my wife all the time that I'm so happy that I found a woman who doesn't say irregardless. Uh, people because, are getting stabbed. <laughs> my God, it's not a fucking word. And here's another thing. Webster needs to fucking grow a fucking spine, mm. okay? Stop adding shit to a dictionary just because too many fucking troglodytes continue to misuse words. They haven't added irregardless, have they? No, but they do okay. that every once in a while. Yeah. Once, it becomes, once it becomes common vernacular, mm. sometimes it can be added. I'm going to take it a step further. Webster needs to grow a pair of balls and make an anti-dictionary. These are the words that are, there's so much not a word. You I had to put this, them in a book to right. tell you these are not a fucking it's, word. If you hear this in public, it's Fight on, on sight. sight. Yes. Exactly. Yes. Irregardless is on fucking sight. the name of the book. Yes. <laughs> and I'm just telling you. Is that going to be our, our garage time autobiography? Wait, Manifesto has a bad... Yeah, yeah, no, 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 no. Sounds no, like no, I no, no, fucking no, killed no, no, myself no. after I did something really bad. It's, our, it's the autobiography of Garage Time. Irregardless. TMTM, TMTM, TMTM. I don't even know if I can fucking stand that. I'm going to get violently well, So it would be angry. regardless, and then in parentheses, IR. Yeah, so like when a, like when a reporter is interviewing someone, and, the, and they don't as say they're the speaking, thing. they say it incorrectly, and so mm. they put it in parentheses or whatever. Yeah. That might be it. I think it's there. It might be a TM, 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 yes, irregardless. Just like the fucking, is this heaven? No, it's football season. Mm. Gotta get on that too. Anyways, so my admission. Yes. What do you call that four-letter company that you can rent vacation rentals from? We used it to rent the lake house. VRBO. Yes, VRBO. It's a VRBO rental. Yes. People call it Verbo. By people, the fucking company... In their own commercials, call it Verbo. Well, they're wrong. I know, right? Yes, they are wrong. Like, I came across this like a month ago, and I'm like watching a YouTube something. And this, oh, you know, that's s'mores by the fire, splashes in the lake, blah, blah, blah. Your Verbo rental. And I'm like, what the fuck did you just say? Yeah, what'd you call me? Excuse a Verbo? No, it sounds so fucking stupid. There's not, there is. And vowel, and it's at the end. And so here's the thing. Like, I never heard someone say, oh, yeah, download VRBO. Like, it was just something I saw in print via my phone or whatever. Like, I, and my brain automatically went, all right, well, this is VRBO. That's what it is. Because verbo is not a word. Like, there's no vowels until the fucking end. Mm -hmm. It's clearly not verbo. Mm -hmm. Those are like guttural noises. It's not even verbo. That The presence of an E. E yeah, you you don't get to you don't room. get to just slide yeah. an e in there. Yeah. You can't enunciate a noun when you don't fucking write it down. Yeah, it's verbo. Yeah, it's guttural. Yeah, VRBO. I will say here's something that happened with that is visceral to me back in the Modern Warfare two days, Call of Duty Modern Warfare two days, Fuckers. when Haydays. we would all unlock the ACOG scope. Back then, nobody fucking knew what it was because we were all thirteen, fourteen, and didn't know shit. I mean, and we all called college, it but yes. an ACOG scope. We were, I, I, like, vehemently, everybody we talked to, what, what scope are you using? ACOG, ACOG, ACOG. And then as the years progressed, it turned into, like, people, you know, you would just come into contact with people, like, 
you know it's an ACOG. You'd be like, the fuck it is. You know you were adopted, right? Right. The fuck it is. It's an ACOG scope. And then, of course, it is an ACOG scope. That yeah, is, but like, you know. It is an acronym for something that I don't know, but still. I just, I feel like, I mean, there's Are other we still things. reviewing this? I, it's, the ball is falling out. What are they going to say? Oof. Look at Lamar. John. God, yeah. Do something, man. That's a fumble. Anyways. Um, so there are a couple of... Has this ever like happened beyond... Like Maybe not just reading. I'll, I guess I'll tell more of myself. For the longest time, I thought in the song Ironic, Alanis Morissette said, An old man turned and he ached. It is an old man turned 98. But when you listen to it, I mean, it's not that bad. I got so much fucking shtick for it. In the same night, as my friend then tells me, uh, noted musical producer and ironworker extraordinaire, Nikki Knox, hmm. uh, who wrote the Garage Time intro. Shout out. Thought the song Tequila, you know, da 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 Tequila. da 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 Tequila. He thought that was Ariba. And I said, listen here, you motherfucker. There is an word in this entire fucking song. You're going to get it fucking right. And I'm a dickhead because turn 98, turn 98. Hear that? Turn 98, turn 98. It's very close. I admit I am wrong. I don't even know that song, so I can't do anything about that. You're too young. And then, uh, for a Lance Morissette? Well, yeah, I mean, I got that album. Album? What the oh, fuck? Boy. I'm not that fucking old. I got that CD when I was in second grade. Anyways, and then another guy's in the house at the same time and tells me he thought, and this is just unacceptable, it made Tequila and Ariba look bad. He said, oh, yeah, that Drowning Pool song when we were in, like, middle school, I thought it was Let the Bicycle Roll. Like, fucking what? Let I don't bo- even know what he's let the let good the times bo- let the bodies hit the floor. He thought oh. yeah, it just wow. Well, anyways, but the bicycles roll. Is I, that even? It's not. It doesn't track at let all. The bug, bicycle, it's, there's there's single, too many syllables. Let the, let the bicycle roll. Let the bicycle roll. I don't think there's. It's no. It doesn't track. It's either at all. missing a syllable or there's too many. I don't know. Put it anyways. But I mean. Of all of these things and all of these false truths that I've known, I mean, Verbo is just unacceptable. Right? Yeah, and I, yeah. It's to the point where do I even want to use them again? Like, because I boycott them. Like, you make a bad commercial. Yeah. You make a bad commercial. It really turns and you it off. It really does. Yeah, I, it turns me off. Like for, I'm not a big Taco Bell guy, but you know it's well known that I am not a big Taco Bell breakfast commercial fan. Ugh, where the guy well, can't first get, thing, the breakfast is the guy can't good. get into his office because he's holding an egg McMuffin and a hash brown, and he can't get his key card. Like, okay, you can't just fucking thumb the hash brown and this. It doesn't make any sense. Oh, but this fucking chalupa breakfast sandwich is easier to hold because it's a triangle i don't fucking know it's dumb Mm -hmm. that doesn't make what i just explained literally makes no fucking sense none and so even if i was like you want to talk about breakfast i'm like no also who who takes their 
fast food, breakfast food into the office, not in a bag. Right. Just fucking wait. Right. And, and he also hasn't had taken any bites. So either you eat it in the car on the way to the office. Oh, my God. Or you just get it right before the office oh and you leave it in the God. bag. George is getting angry. <laughs> <laughs> George is getting upset. My point is, like, hearing them say verbo. Yeah, no, it's unacceptable. And here's the other thing. It's been out forever. Why am I only now hearing it? Mm, mm. I'm not saying I ever heard it as VRBO. But, like, you guys have been out for, like, seven years in full mainstream. You should have been super... Like, if you're going to write a name that is three consonants followed by a vowel, the first commercial you do... This is how you say the name. ...should be like, welcome to Verbo. And then you just completely avoid this. Now I've got this. I feel like you're rebranding. Mm. Why are you rebranding? Mm. What yeah, happened? What's wrong? What's wrong? What happened? Not Panama. The Pandora Papers. Verbo's behind it. Mm-hmm. No. VRBO's behind it. Behind the birds and the papers and Putin's mistress and the Monaco thing. We did have a listener from Russia last week. <sighs> Putin? You know, the, you know the deal. Um. You can tell him where you're at, but I'm pretty sure he Next, knows. next, next trip to Camp David, you can bring your ass. <laughs> oh, this has been a, a wide... Ra- I don't even know how I'm going to write the fucking preview for this. We're like, what do I... Just, just, just sports like ball. Like VRBO and all capital Marshawn letters. Lynch. Birds. Canada. Or just... Or, no, you'll I just... Fucking just reference- say like... Just say, you'll have to listen to no. I referenced Mervyn's and Montgomery mm-hmm. Ward for fuck's yeah, sake no. in this. You'd have to listen to find out. Just, just, you got, just, that'll be the description is, you just gotta listen Alanis for it. We Morissette and Drowning Pool. Mm. What is? Mm. It's been, been, it's been, this is what happens when we don't, when we don't, when we don't uh, storyboard a little bit. This was a, this was a from the hip, so yeah. just, yeah, we can we the parameters can be a good thing. Boundaries. Just a little bit. Boundaries are a good thing. Yeah. Maybe that's uh maybe that's late. Anyways. Um if you want to see any of this mindless rambling, or if you want to see how bad the slope floor was in my mm. hotel in uh Canada land, you could find that on Twitter, Instagram, Garage Time. I mean, just look it up. You'll find it. If it looks like a bunch of bullshit, probably found it. You can also email us any weird shit that you thought was pronounced one way only to have your yes, heart ripped out. We would like to know this. I want to know this. I want to. This is almost like a safe space, right? Mm. Let's let's lean it's on each other. It's the garage. And hold each other up um, and commiserate together. You can email us at um, garagetimepod at gmail.com. Um, send anything that you want, anything that you need. Um Unless you like really need something from us. Don't do we that. We don't have anything. But like any ideas, anything like that, anything you want to share with us, go ahead and email us to that. Um, and again, all the socials, Garage Time. I think there might be a Garage Time pod somewhere. I think the Twitter's Garage Time. Maybe the Twitter. Hang on. I have it written down, but yeah, one of them's a Garage Time pod. But if you just search Garage Time, there ain't that many. Yeah, Garage Time pod. Yeah, there you go. There we are. We're doing stuff, moving and shaking. Yeah, come find us. Like the Canary Islands. with the... That volcano has been Whoa. erupting for almost 12 days straight. And what's it called, though? What? What's the island called? Well, the chain islands are the Canary Islands. Yeah, the what islands? 
The Bird Islands. Yeah. Not real. Something's going on. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Something's up. Exactly. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Volcano. Birds. I'm not buying it. Canary Islands are off the west coast of Africa, which is just where that falcon... Now, it, never, it didn't fly to the west side of Africa, but it was still Africa... Uh, Africa's not that big, so no, it's, no, it's it's pretty, yeah. it's pretty. I mean, clearly a bird can traverse it in yeah. twenty days or whatever. Mm-hmm. Not buying any of this. Africa's mm-hmm. not real. <laughs> Did came? I, I didn't ask. What was the name of that reporter? Was it Kim Basinger? What have you done that's so special with your life, rabbit? Because that's the vibe I get from it. What was this man's name? I don't even think I saved it because I think it was. You don't want what? What happened? I don't. I don't think we can do this on air. <laughs> Post production. Yeah. We have a Patreon out there, Garage Time Pod. Uh, go ahead and uh, donate whatever you want to it, and you can be filled in on. Yes, whatever. yes, we can Off do air. the first ever after, special after episode if we get if we get and donation and donation within Patreon within, within the next forty eight hours. Right now it is ten twenty five PM. Well when's it gonna release Eastern Stan I'll release it fucking tonight. Eastern Standard Time. Uh from forty eight hours from the uh release of this, which you'll be able to find on whatever you get it from. Mm-hmm. Spotify. I'm sure we're probably on Audacity, we're mm-hmm. on Google Pod, Pandora fucking all the shit. You name it, you got it, right? iTunes, of course. Yes. You can you know, go directly to Captivate's yeah. website. Captivate.fm. Go yep. find it. Yeah. So 48 hours from there, we'll release. If if we're get if we've got uh, so basically donations to the Patreon by by release. midnight on Wednesday, which will be Thursday morning. But that yes, Wednesday, Wednesday. 11:59 Wednesday Thursday. evening. Yes. If there's and dollar donated, but no, that person gets it. That person gives it. We'll send direct to whatever, the DMs. Whatever you, yeah, we'll record a whole new episode, send it directly to you. I'll just write your name in it. And yes. just literally, it'll be like a, it'll be like a 45 minute voicemail. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And the Not, first topic will be whatever the fuck that I was just going to say. Exactly. Write it down. Because you'll forget. Yes, I will. Anyways. I think that's enough. I think so too. So. I'm going to do this in a weird order. Keep those beers cold. Get drunk on them and send us some money so we can send you that uh, free Patreon episode. Cheers. Get out of here. Cheers.